that's a growler. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Never Ending Minute, where we analyze, scrutinize, and agonize over the movie The Never Ending Story. I'm Thomas Howitt. I'm Tierney Steele. I'm Andrew Dorowski. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Andrew. Thanks again. Mm-hmm. Are you having a good week so far? Uh, as improbable as it is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, you brought a nice energy to these these sad, dreary moments. So, well, I, glad I, hadn't, to have you. I hadn't mentioned it up to this point, but uh, in at the end of high school and, and throughout most of college, uh, until I got married, I drove a white Corolla and I called it Artax sometimes. I, I had a hard time coming up with the name, but after I finished high school at some point, I was like, eh, Artax will do. <laughs> so, how did you get rid of this vehicle in the uh, end? A little while before I got married, it became evident that I needed a car that I can't remember exactly what the issue was, but that wasn't going to be a concern anymore, basically. It was guess, too sad. It wasn't getting enough air. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I really can't remember what the exact concern was. Um I think it was just kind of a an ongoing something would get fixed and then it would have some other concern and I wasn't planning to take it on anything longer than about 100 miles in a single trip yeah. at that point. So I was like, oh, I'm getting married. I need a real car. Awesome. Time so to be I, a grown-up. Yeah, so I, I sold our tax, and uh, from what I hear, uh, it didn't last much longer after that. <laughs> so somebody else got to have the Atreyu moment. Yes. Oh, wow. So, Tierney, what happens in this minute? What happens in minute 32? Why yes. would you ask me to recap? No, I'm just kidding. All right. 32 is easy. Come on. Yeah, this, 20... isn't even, this isn't even the bad one. That's true. That's true. That's true. It just, I, yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Minute 32 starts with Atreyu saying, come on, Artax. And it ends 60 seconds later with Atreyu begging, you have to try as Artax sinks lower into the swamp. So, <sighs> I mean, honestly, not a lot actually happens. A lot happens in my heart. <laughs> I mean, so he, one of the, there's a lot of emotions. Yeah, one of the yeah. set things that I wanted to talk about here is what they did was they used multiple layers or levels of set so that Noah was always going kind of up and down and mm-hmm. around in this to add this like depth. It basically adds depth to the scene. You know, he sinks into it some and then he climbs out of it. And they basically just had little areas all over the set that were multiple levels so that it gave that um, feeling to the movie. Which, Which is how he got hurt. It's ingenious, yeah. Well, I think it's when he did that little, like, hop from the side puddle back to the front one. The way he does it, it looks like he's it looks like he's jumping over something. The getting hurt actually happens in the next minute. Oh, okay. I could have believed that it was in this minute, because when he first switches from the front to the side, there's a much... Like, he goes way deeper than when he switches from the side <laughs> yes. to the front. So if he was trying to, like, avoid... Or if he got hurt on the initial one where it's like, whoa, this just got deeper. Or when it was coming back and he said, I don't want to step in that again. That got way <laughs> too high. Yeah. Oh, man. Instead of just soaking into his pants, it, it you know, scooped down into the V-neck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a... It's a gross minute. Um, emotionally, what's going on is the camera shows Artax dropping his head a little, shaking it. 
in the book, Our Tax Can Talk, I think it was the right call to not do it here. We're still getting, it's, it's almost like he has lines, the way they cut to him and then cut away, like, you Which know. is a little weird because, like, he, he doesn't have lines. No, but... <laughs> Atreyu think- talks to him, like, it's like, oh, well, thank you for explaining that to me. It's like, um, <laughs> I think the horse just kind of looked at you. Yeah, well, but, I mean, with Artax the car, with all pets, <laughs> I mean, you do that with your pet, or maybe it's just me, but I hope I, it's not I, just me. <laughs> I might speak to um, a pet or a car. I don't typically respond as though it has spoken to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, so, unless that's you're what playing it is. Night <laughs> do you happen to have what he, what Artax says here from the book? I do. Do you want story time? Sure. Let's hear story time. Upsetting. So get your, get your tissues ready guys. So I mentioned before that Artax didn't want to go into the swamps originally. Um, all right. I'm trying to think where the best part is. Oh God. All right. I'm just going to go for it. Uh, For those following along at home, I am on page 60 of the book. He urged Artax on, and Artax obeyed. Step by step, he tested the firmness of the ground, but that made progress very slow. At length, Atreyu dismounted and led Artax by the bridle. Several times, the horse sank in, but managed to pull himself loose. But the farther they went into the swamps of sadness, the more sluggish became his movements. He let his head droop and barely dragged himself forward. Artax, said Atreyu, what's the matter? I don't know, Master. I think we should turn back. There's no sense in all this. We're chasing after something you only dreamed about. We won't find anything. Maybe it's too late even now. Maybe the childlike Empress is already dead, and everything we're doing is useless. Let us turn back, Master. Atreya was astonished. Artax, he said, you've never spoken like this. What's the matter? Are you sick? Maybe I am, said Artax. With every step we take, the sadness grows in my heart. I've lost hope, Master, and I feel so heavy, so heavy. I can't go on. But we must go on, cried Atreyu. Come along, Artax. He tugged at the bridle, but Artax stood still. He had sunk in up to his belly, and he made no further effort to extricate himself. Artax, cried Atreyu, you mustn't let yourself go. Come, pull yourself out, or you'll sink. Leave me, master, said the little horse. I can't make it. Go on alone. Don't bother about me. I can't stand the sadness anymore. I want to die. Desperately, Atreyu pulled at the bridle, but the horse sank deeper and deeper. When only his head emerged from the black water, Atreyu took it in his arms. I'll hold you, Artax, he whispered. I won't let you go under. The little horse uttered one last soft neigh. You can't help me, master. It's all over for me. Neither of us knew what we were getting into. Now we know why they are called the Swamps of Sadness. It's the sadness that has made me so heavy. That's why I'm sinking. There's no help. But I'm here too, said Atreyu, and I don't feel anything. You're wearing the gem, master, said Artax. It protects you. Then I'll hang it around your neck, Atreyu cried. Maybe it will protect you too. He started taking the chain off his neck. No, the little horse whinnied. You mustn't do that, master. The glory was entrusted to you. You weren't given permission to pass it on as you see fit. You must carry on the quest without me. Atreyu pressed his face into the horse's cheek. Artax, he whispered. Oh, my Artax. Will you grant my last wish, the little horse asked. Atreyu nodded in silence. Then I beg you to go away. I don't want you to see my end. Will you do me that favor? Slowly Atreyu rose. Half the horse's head was already in the black water. Farewell, Atreyu, my master, he said, and thank you. Artax pressed his lips together. He couldn't speak. Once again, he nodded to Artax. Then he turned away. Brutal. Uh, what was that number again, Andrew? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I already uh, I, I put it away. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. That's okay. I, but I, if, you, if you search for it on Google, it'll come up. Yeah. So this scene 
definitely made me sad as a kid. I'm sure a lot of the times I cried, but probably not every time. It probably depends on, like, what mood you were already in when you started watching the movie. But now as an adult, I, I cry every time. When I, was, when I was little, I had a problem where I had, like, this kind of, like, gut empathy issue where it's like, oh, if I see crying in a movie, it means I'm supposed to cry. So I'd start crying. And I didn't really understand it. Right. <laughs> and this was probably one of those sequences. Like, well, he's crying. Like, I don't get it. I'm, like, six. I don't understand <laughs> exactly what's going on. But that guy's crying, so I guess I'm supposed to be crying. All right, let's... <sighs> Let's lighten it up just a little bit and play a small game. You guys don't know about this, but I've been thinking about this. Let's oh, play it's, it's a not small White game. House, White Horse, Brown Horse. No, no, not that <laughs> one. It's a new one. So let's each one of us come up with one way that our text could have made it through this. Put on your thinking caps and think of a way a tray you could have helped our text get through this. I'll go first just to give you guys an idea. Okay. So he's got this gem that will help him get through the, the swamp, correct? Correct? Mm-hmm. Keep him from getting sagged, keep him from getting heavy and sinking into the swamp. How easy would it have been for him to put this thing on the horse and then ride the horse? Are you sure he wouldn't have just kind of slumped off the side? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it yeah. was... There's, there, we're I've just talking about possibilities. Okay. quite a bit of why ain't he put the RN on Artax, and that's why I specifically wanted to read from the book where... It's our tax saying you can't do that. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. But it could, actually. <laughs> so, okay, so who's next? <laughs> um, Patch Adams. If he was just started telling some jokes, okay. lightening the mood, and, you know, a little bit of comedy goes a long way. He kind of tries to do that a little bit in this minute. I feel like he he's delusional in this do, minute. Like, the little, it's so sad because... He's trying to like smile, trying to It's a good tag. smile too. It's okay. And it's then, like, a good the acting minute, smile. Yeah. Oh, the trust minute me. Tyranny knows. To think immediately. He loses like, it. Like if you needed to pick a like a like a, a glamour shot, that's <laughs> yes. a good smile for it. Tyranny knows just how great it. that smile is. Trust us. <laughs> You're having but, a bad day. That smile. Like like he could sign pictures of that smile at at, at the con circuit. <laughs> Yeah. Headshots um, for for uh, possible work later on. There you go. But that whole time, I feel like he's lying. He's like, "Oh, it's not so bad. It's just this. Here, let me do this thing." I'm like, mm-hmm. "You're faking it, kid. You know what this is." The yeah. problem is to him at that moment, it's not that bad. He has no idea. And, and pardon me for getting a little deep here, but he has no idea that the pain that Artex is going through, and that's just like any of us if if we have a friend who's going through a lot and. You know, you spoke about suicide hotline. You know, we honestly don't understand as much as we want to, Mm -hmm. as much as we want to empathize. That fakeness that you feel is because that's how we feel from the opposite side. We don't know what pain that person is in, no matter how hard we try, because we're protected from it because we're not in the situation. Right. And we're not dealing with, you know, all of the the psychological effects that come with, um, Concerns like depression or anxiety, exactly, or, yeah. um, or, or yeah. any of those that can—they're you know so severe and and very 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 real in a way that we can't comprehend. That's another part of something kind of I don't know that it was done intentionally, but part of the strength of taking away our taxes voice lends to the way that you know some of these people that are having these feelings feel. They feel like they have no voice 
to express what it is that they're going through. Mm-hmm. They can't ever find the words to really show another person how badly they're feeling. Yeah. You can see, you know, it, by having him silent, you can see he's sad. We're in the swamps of sadness. I think Bastian's voiceover is very important in that, like, we get what's going on without having to be told it explicitly. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. Like, you know, if you're, if you're to this point, hopefully there are people in your life who can tell something's going on, but maybe, like you said, you don't have the words for it. It's just the sense. Right. Um, so I remember when I was a kid, apparently I, among the various things about this sequence that I didn't understand, I didn't understand that Atreyu was protected from it. I thought he was just being kind of more emotionally resilient than, mm-hmm. as far as I was concerned, the non-sentient horse. <laughs> and it's like, well, Artex doesn't understand that, like, no, I have to fight feeling yeah. sad. Like, yeah. Artex is just a horse. It's like, oh, I'm feeling sad. I guess I go with what I'm feeling. Because that was kind of my concept of it. That's In, fair. Until, <laughs> until basically this time around where it's like, okay, there's actually an effect that's uh, giving Atreyu uh, a bonus in this in this yeah. situation right. that Artex legitimately doesn't have. I also, um, when I was younger, because I, I guess because I'm such a sucker for tragedy, I had made this more tragic in my mind for some reason. <laughs> And I didn't. I didn't. One. I didn't think that Atreyu had any um, benefits from from any magic items. But I also thought that the swamp itself was just trying to make people sad. And if they let themselves be really sad at all, then it would actually suck them down. It wasn't that they like stopped moving and they let it consume them. It was like mm. actually actively trying to pull them in. And so I thought that Atreyu, after our text dies can't even allow himself to like grieve and feel sad or else he will get sucked in entirely. Right. And so I had made what I thought at the time, and I I might still think was kind of a more poignant, tragic sacrifice that Atreyu has to go through, which is one losing his friend and two not allowing himself to think very long on how sad that makes him. Yeah. But little did I know that he had the magic item. (laughs) Don't worry. Even with the magic item, I'll make that really sad next minute. Okay. Um, Or depressing, I guess. (laughs) Just very bleak. (laughs) Also, I I think that uh, in the course of, like, the stages of grief, if you were to to take this minute and say, like, Atrey is watching our text die. He's going through the stages of grief. Uh, He does them out of order. If we take the next couple minutes. But he does hit a bunch of them. Yes, I would say this is the denial phase. Right, where, you where he's oh, like, yeah. you're not going to die. I'm just going to come over here and help lead you a slightly different way. And it'll be and, fine. Yeah, which is which is the first phase. So I think he hits denial correctly mm-hmm. right here. I think uh, he gets out of order when it comes to anger, which should be the next one. But I think, yeah. like, he jumps to bargaining before anger. Right. Yeah, I could see that. Um, he, I think he does those two basically out of order. And the rest of it doesn't necessarily come up. The depression starts to hit during this this week but the acceptance does not. Yeah. That will come much later and you'll have to keep listening to our show so that you can move <laughs> through the final stage with us. <laughs> we'll, we will definitely do that. And I do want to correct myself in scrubbing through this, we do start to see the quote-unquote elevator scene here mm-hmm. because Artax is sinking down. For the, for those that don't Pretty know. Quickly. <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know, what they did here was they had a nice. section of the set that was on an elevator 
and don't ask me how they had to keep pushing mud into this so that it didn't look like it was sinking down. So you had people that were constantly filling this with mud as it's going down. And this is actually the scene where Noah gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Something about the actuation of the elevator. He slipped when he was trying to coerce Artax. And that's mm-hmm. when he, he hurt oh. his leg. In, it was dealing with the elevator itself that ended okay. up hurting his leg. So one of the shots where he's more up close. Right. Yeah. Which I like, think that comes sense, mostly he's like up to his chest and, you know, pulling. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. If he slips. Well, and especially, I mean, like I mentioned, a two month shoot, you know, for this process. And I, I also saw online that um, the director and Noah didn't necessarily get along the best. Right. The director was really fond of Bastion and the childlike Empress as actors. And I, I like based on the quote I saw, I don't know that I totally can trust his judgment. Cause he says, he's like, yeah, Noah was tough and, and didn't really deliver. I'm like, I think, I think Noah Hathaway <laughs> delivers on the emotional yeah. resonance of this sequence uh, as an actor. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I was questioning Bastion, uh, later this week. I think it's tomorrow or, or yeah. Friday. Uh, I'm like, no, Noah Hathaway sells it. So I don't trust that. I think Noah, Noah Hathaway has a more, realistic action whereas bastions are overacted and maybe mm-hmm. that's kind of what the director was looking for was that overacted instead of the natural and i right. think we we feel more you know in place with this natural feeling than we do with the overacted stuff especially right. at our age now yeah um Definitely. but i also uh saw that the director was a perfectionist and yes. sometimes doing like 40 takes Yes. Uh, and so I can really imagine that happening in this sequence with the mud and the two months and him not liking Noah so much. He's like, no, I'm going to get this scene to work. Uh, <laughs> and I'm well, trying to imagine like how many takes of Noah just walking back and forth through mud or in later minutes, just like I'm picturing Noah walking and then just direction coming out. It's like, no, trudge, trudge through it. <laughs> Sadder. That horse oh, is dying. Boy. Yeah, if you feel oh it. <laughs> well, I do appreciate, though, that I'm surprised you didn't say anything about the horse who clearly doesn't understand his character's motivation <laughs> because he is not stoically sinking. They do a really good job cutting around it, but you can see a little bit in the back and forth where the horse <laughs> is trying to pull itself out of the mud and it's like, no, no, no. You can't do that, this, but you're a horse. You don't take direction. <laughs> this is where the biggest part of their training came into play was mm-hmm. they trained these horses to be able to do this because there's not a horse alive that wants to feel itself getting deeper nope. and deeper and deeper. So this is where they spent all their money and all their time training these horses. Is to, in, to, to go neck deep without yes, freaking exactly the sink, Basically, yeah. The sinking down slowly and sitting still for it was the hardest part, Especially, obviously. Especially when they're getting pulled by, you know, the reins that are the thing that tell them where to go. It's like, no, I've been trained to not follow this impulse to get myself to safety and also not to follow this human that is trying to pull me to safety. You can absolutely see it. When he's on the side and he pulls on the reins, the horse kind of moves back a little bit. And it's absolutely like tensing to go up and it's like no 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 but it cuts really quickly all right so (laughs) if you guys don't mind scrolling with me here in second 14 you can look and this i believe is the white horse okay okay if you scroll forward to second 15 
and maybe 16, this is the brown horse. There's some changes. Yeah, I, if, I think that I think yeah, there's a little bit of difference. If you look at the mane, I think the mane is the biggest clue. And the hair on the front side covering the eyes, sticking straight out like that. I yeah. think that's because of the paint they had to use. Oh, <laughs> So this is the brown horse. Our little painted horse. And then if you go on to like second. Yeah, it's trying, close-ups versus, fu- versus Yeah, the farther away body. ones are generally the white horse. If the mane is laying down, that's the white horse. If it's sticking out, it's the brown horse. Which mm. is adorable. Poor horse. And, of course, if you look on the internet, you'll find all sorts of horrible uh, urban legends that the horse died during filming and they covered it up. And that's not true. The horse didn't enjoy, the horses didn't like this. That's our Friday episode, Tierney. We got to bring, save the light stuff, the happy stuff for Friday. Come on. So there's a, there's a moment (laughs) in like second uh, 49 Okay. And it's it's after we get the first like full on screaming, so so Atreyu is starting to really lose it. Yep. And in about forty nine, you can see that he's pulling, and that horse, like you can see the whites of his eyes yeah. a little yeah. bit. And it's like that horse is like ready to freak out. It's like this is yep. getting real low, guys. When like, this he, is pretty high. When he moves and it, he like kind of pulls his, I think it's in the next minute where he kind of like pulls his neck back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that horse is so. Like, this is a scared horse. Not and, happy. <laughs> and so it, it would happen in the next minute that I have, like, this false memory. But, like, I was sure that they, like, I was thinking about it when when you uh, were scheduling um, me for, for this week. Yeah. And I hadn't watched the minutes. I was like, did they did they kill a horse <laughs> to do this, like, intentionally? Because like, I was remembering in my mind that there were shots of its head like going under. And I was thinking that there were shots of like a horse's, like one eye sticking out as, Aww. as the stuff oh, like geez. splurches in and consumes it. I, I mean, like, that's kind of how this horse they feels. Must have, <laughs> they must have really killed a horse to do that. And then I, I watch it and I'm like, Oh, they, they just like completely gloss over that. What's yeah. wrong with my false memories. But in my mind, I'm like, they must have actually murdered a horse. <laughs> like, they must have drowned an animal to do this. But, no, it, it, that's it's, not what it's happened. It's the magic of movies. Thank God. <laughs> yes, they, they cut away and uh, used what uh, Scott McCloud calls blood in the gutters. <laughs> so exactly. I'm responsible for killing a horse in my mind. <laughs> oh. And the filmmakers managed to make me do that. Congratulations. It's the music. Just blame the music, guys. This swelling music is doing me in. Oh, it's it's. I use this word it, way too much, but it's brutal. Yeah, it's, I I will say this: it's not the number one synth music uh, <laughs> of the '80s. That goes to Chariots of Fire, <laughs> but it might be the number two. Yeah, yeah. This is all right. Is everybody emotionally prepared to come back tomorrow? Um, hang on. Dude, we I'm, have I'm to just come back looking tomorrow. Through You'll feel the so end much the, better in the minute. Uh, oh, we start to lose, like, the saddle gets all muddy yep. and everything. Yeah. The it's saddle rough. you just commented on and how great it was. It, yeah, it looks so great. Yep. And there's, like, <laughs> a bed roll and everything. And it's like, no, it's getting down there. Like, he started sinking pretty fast in this Yeah. Point. He goes, he, he goes got, quickly. Like, it got up, like, before it was, I'd say, a little bit below his stomach even at the beginning mm-hmm. of the minute. Um, and then it, it's like the entire horse torso gets consumed by mud. Yeah. 
in this minute. Like, that's a fast sinking horse, and I would be very afraid to be near that horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> they, I, shout out to the handlers who, who train these horses for this. That had to have been an incredible amount of work. Mm-hmm. And I know not anybody, just not just anybody could have done it. No. Yeah, that is, that is some great A wrangling. <laughs> oh, man. It just occurred to me. Because I had asked, my cousin actually went to like agricultural school. And so when I was trying to do research on Artax, I sent her a still and was like, what kind of horse is this? And she's like, well, I don't know, but it looks like a gray arrow, blah, blah, blah. And we realized in talking to her that she hadn't seen this movie or didn't remember it. She's younger enough than me that I, she just somehow missed it. And so I was telling her sister, like, get on this. She has to see this movie. And now I'm picturing her watching this scene. And she's going to kill me for making her watch this. <laughs> so if Tierney doesn't make it back next week, you guys know why. <laughs> I, I didn't think that through, that the animal lover is going to have to. Yeah, I'm in trouble. But hopefully imagine, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> now, Tierney, just imagine having to sit and watch a whole library full of classic original books, first editions, having to sit down and watch them burn. How would you feel? (laughs) Fahrenheit 451 minute? Oh, man. All right. We'll we'll nerd out on books in the future, and I'll I'll mention that. But, yeah, actually, if if you want to be depressed, actually, yeah, that's my – the one thing my grandmother couldn't handle was Fahrenheit 451. Let's depress everyone with the old woman who would rather – Go up with her house full of books and give them up. Is everyone is everyone having a fun Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to tell you guys that this week gets better, but stay strong and we promise there are better parts of this movie. That's all I can it, really say. It gets say. better in like the last ten seconds of this week, but come back tomorrow right. anyway. <laughs> like kind of. <laughs> kind yeah, of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's hope. There is hope. Yes. Oh and, where there's tears, there's hope. Sorry, that's a Doctor Who thing. Uh, sorry, yes. go ahead. <laughs> so there is hope, but that's another, another story. story. And shall be told another time. How to do it. Good. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> wow, something is really different. I'm a growler. I'm keeping your bones.